0: Hello, deadly people! Welcome to Rising, Thriving, and Vibing podcast. I'm your host, Keisha Tipwan, a digital creator, entrepreneur, and a deadly auntie. This show is about healing, humor, and deadly vibes. Here to rise, thrive, and vibe together. Hello, friends. I'm glad you're back for your weekly dose of deadliness. I'm all set up in my office. It's 7 p.m. this evening on a Tuesday night. It's also raining outside, so it's a little bit loud as vehicles drive on by. A little bit busy too, but not as busy. So if you hear that in the background, that's just because of that. I also have the new Cree theme with me my bottle of water and my notebooks to get this episode started i'm very excited to start it so oh my gosh change of positions i was chilling at my office but the damn caretaker or whatever the cleaner decides to damn vacuum at this time in the evening i'm like man i'm just trying to record my podcast and as if you have to be cleaning at this time in the evening but i'm in my room sitting on the floor And I'm trying to position my mic at an angle so y'all can hear me at least okay. But I'm sitting on the floor, my back's gonna hurt once I'm done recording. So let's get to this episode. What's today's episode about? In today's episode, I'm gonna talk about dating as a content creator slash influencer. Balancing the dating life and creator lifestyle. Sharing life online vulnerability, and I'll also be sharing some questions and comments coming from my supporters. This week's Cree theme is long vowels, so stay tuned till the ending segment to find out what Cree word of the week is. Updates. So this past weekend, I went out and about. I was really thinking hard as fuck if I should go out or not. I was thinking... I'm not really living my life if I just stay home. So that's like what clicked. I'm like, all right, let me head out now. So I went to like a food fest festival this weekend with my mom. We checked it out and we tasted some food. We went to a short lineup food place and I guess it was short for a reason. The food wasn't the greatest but I was hungry, so I just went to it. It was the shortest line, and I just got myself a poutine, and the cheese wasn't even melted. It was salty and cold. What made it so much better is I got the beaver tails. Oof, it just laughed. It just, like, made it all better. But then I, after I got some beaver tails, I got some chocolate on my shirt. Then it just looked like I had a real dirty shirt, and I didn't want to be there anymore. I'm like, all right, Mom, let's head out now. I'm over this. <laughs> But yeah, that's where I was this past weekend. It was pretty fun I had to keep questioning myself like am I actually living my life if i'm just gonna stay home? Am I even gonna make friends if I just stay home? Like am I even gonna meet some if I just stay home? So I had to just you know push myself through that shit and I did it was a good time as well But nowadays I get so anxious around crowds like two years ago I could easily stand a crowd and just go interview anyone. I also dealt with anxiety on the inside, so I like pushed myself out of my comfort zone during that time. It was always fun to be around crowds too, like even TikTok gatherings, I love those. As time went on and I started to like switch my career around, I became a homebody. And I stayed my ass home for how long? So I feel like I gotta start putting myself out there actually going to places and saving up money to even go to these places yeah that's the update for this past weekend my next update is I got an invitation from a stream agency on TikTok and I did accept it because I want to see what it's all about and what they can offer as an agency and how I can improve as a creator and streamer so it's like a stream agency so it'll be focused on how I can improve my stream and myself as a streamer. I'm kinda excited to see how this goes and how I'll be improving as a streamer. I just like love learning and I feel like this is a great opportunity because I'm still a noob in this area, Twitch was brand spanking new once I got onto that platform and I didn't know anything about it. I'm still learning I had someone do everything for me and they didn't teach me they just did it for me so I'm learning all this shit and I feel like this agency is gonna be fun but we'll see how it goes we'll see and that's all I have for updates let me move on to my most asked question how are you healing today and what I mean by that is what are you doing take care of your mental health either today or from this past week for me I'm healing by choosing to do a self-talk when I get triggered to pull me through it I get easily frustrated with things I'm not familiar with or have no knowledge about so the other day I had an audio malfunction on stream my mic kept echoing and it even echoed twice at one point like I spent 50 minutes on my stream to try fix it then I gave up and stopped streaming I'm like fuck it I can't do it right now it's too hard like I was just irritated as fuck because I couldn't figure it out I'm just like it just keeps getting worse I don't know I just wanted to rage quit and just throw my keyboard like that's how irritated I was oh I was just upset but I backed away I backed away from my pc and went for a drive I blasted some music clear the head and just went for a drive I even texted my old duo because he's the one that set everything up for me And I think he was kind of annoyed because he told me to start learning myself and shit like that and just like YouTube it. I'm like, alright. So I just like try not to bother him. But I spent how many hours watching YouTube and Googling it to try figure it out. And throughout that, I was telling myself that I'm learning and I'm able to fix it. Then as hours passed by, I finally did it. It took me forever, but I finally figured out the audio issue. I'm forever learning my lessons, you know. Self-talk got me through it because I was ready just to call it a day and just not stream for the rest of the night. But I pulled myself through and figured that shit out on my own. I didn't have to rely on another person even though I really wanted to because they have that fucking gift of audio expertise. But since he's really not in my life anymore, I can't really rely on that person. And I don't think he wants to share that information with me as well just because of how annoyed he seems. So I'm like, okay, well, keep ghosting me then. I'm just... Man, like I was just going through it when I was trying to figure it out. I even cried because I'm just emotional right now. Like I should have learned the process instead of letting him set everything up for me without knowledge. He, like, did everything, and I just checked all the things. Divian asked about what certain things did, and, yeah, that's how my stream was set up. By someone else. I'm learning, though, and it gets easier. It was just one of those days getting tested by the creator, and I think I won that day. (laughs) I'm also healing by feeling my shit. I still can't believe I got ghosted and that shit hurt I remember in my old toxic days I would ghost all the time especially when I started to like someone or you know some kind of feelings were there so I just ghost and now it's happening to me I feel like all this ghosting and toxicness is like finally coming towards me and I'm I've been getting my karma ever since I got sober holy man but I've been dealing with it I've been getting tested and I feel like how I react to certain situations is going to be like the outcome of how I felt during that time so I got ghosted that shit hurt but how I'm handling it now is much different on how I would handle it before Like, I've been practicing detachment a whole lot because it's just part of my boundaries that are put into place. You know, I can't control if a person stops liking me. I can't control on how much I like this person and how much I want to contact them and all this stuff. It's just crazy how certain people come into my life in their reflection of the things that I need to heal. From that, I learned that I need to heal so much other stuff from just that period of time that person was in my life. I'm healing, I'm growing. And that is all I have for how I'm healing this week. How about you say it to yourself or say it out loud? All right, let me move on to questions. So, for this portion, I just thought about an idea about, you know, being a content creator, streamer, and your dating life. For me, I struggled with dating and sharing who that person is to like my personal life and my social media. I've always struggled to show that person on those platforms and in my own life. I always used to do no face, no case. I was toxic AF, you know? So, I feel like this would be a good topic, good discussion to talk about for myself and I feel like this would be for potential interviewees, whoever I find. Alright, I want to talk about dating as a streamer. And for me, it's almost been three years of being a content creator and my dating life has been toxic. There has been lots of realizations and healing I have to do. And it's also pretty lonely out here so I want to go over seven questions that I got from my supporters that I came up with myself and just like from comments that I've received as well so let's start number one how would you balance out your dating life to your influencer creator life so of year one and two of being on social media and getting sober I couldn't really date on year one. I was very damaged, I was emotionally unavailable, I had to find new ways to cope, like I just left my toxic lifestyle, I quit drinking. So I couldn't really date, but I still seen people. I still had a snag relationship that I couldn't even commit to because I had commitment issues during that time. And I couldn't even date anyone that drank alcohol or did like hard drugs or anything like that because it would be a trigger for me or like a temptation to fall off the wagon. So it was hard to even balance that out. So most of the time during that like year, year one specifically, I was toxic. I did not balance it out. I did no face, no case. And I did show that person on my social media a few times, but they were in the background. I'm like, yo, at least you're still there, you know? (laughs) It's just crazy the mindset I had. Year two was like me trying to date guys that are sober, like didn't drink alcohol how I don't drink alcohol. And the sober guys that I talked to, holy man, I never realized how toxic they were and still have that toxic mindset I'm like damn bro you still gotta go heal you just freaking dealing with silent battles or something it was interesting like I even tried to snag a powwow singer but that was so toxic so toxic do not recommend I just like want to see if it would be any different you know because he's a singer you know traditional things ceremonies part of that stuff but nah he was so toxic I'm like all right learning all these things from past snake relationships guys I used to see I want to try learn to balance it out I want to be able to share my person on my social media and be okay with it I want to commit so I'm hoping to find a partner that's interested in the things that I do because my lifestyle is busy it's not predictable and you just really never know what to expect from me So, it's kind of hard to balance it when you're unable to find someone that's similar to you. But I feel like if you find someone that's similar to you, you'll be able to balance out your dating life. It's possible. I kind of had that experience this, like, past couple months. I had this person in my life. Like, he fit my schedule. We talked during certain times. We even gamed out, like he helped me improve myself and I helped him improve himself, but it only lasted for a short period until I got ghosted. That's it for question one. Let me move on to question number two. Do you prefer dating someone who understands your influencer lifestyle or someone outside of that world and why? When I first started social media, I had that mindset where... I wanted to date someone outside of the social media world because my mindset was like, okay they're gonna be quiet, they're not gonna be on social media a lot, like I can probably hang out with them through different interests and he would be like the husband that's gonna go chill out with my gamer friends, wives or husbands and like stuff like that. But the more I've been kind of like growing on social media, I kind of want someone that's gonna fit my lifestyle. Because I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a content creator. I want to keep creating businesses, to keep growing on social media. And I want someone who understands that because like my face is going to be in the camera most of the time that I'm dating someone. So finding someone who understands like the influencer lifestyle is a must. But also if I do find someone outside of my social media life, it would be cool too. And I hope like they understand that gaming is my job and not just a little hobby because I did get that before I'm like damn this is what I actually do not just a hobby I'm like shit so yeah it's like a hit and miss when it comes to dating someone that's also an influencer or like you know someone that's not number three how do you handle being vulnerable and sharing some personal parts of your dating life on social media At the start of being on social media, I couldn't be as vulnerable as I wanted to because once you start growing you don't really form your community right away, it's just people start following you for these certain videos that they see not for like your related content that you want your account to be about. See I had a few viral videos about indigenous humor that took a hit and I had those people follow me for that but I wanted to do healing and humor So I didn't really have much audience that liked that stuff as I was still, like, growing. But, you know, the more I shared about healing and humor, I started to get my community. So once, like, I got my community, I felt like it was okay to be vulnerable. Especially on stream. Like, I cried on stream. I vented on stream. We had deep discussions about trauma about healing, and all that stuff. But when it comes to my relationships, I never said anything. I was always no face, no case. No one never knew names, only descriptions of how they are. Now I'm okay with sharing if I have a partner. And, you know, some personal parts on social media. Because I never did that before. So it's going to be an experience with my following Especially when I introduce them to my future partner. With the mouths that they have now, I feel like they're going to express their opinions once they see who I date. Whoever that is in the future. So I handle it well. You know, it's okay for me to be vulnerable on stream. So I just want my followers just to know who I am, how I act, and that it's okay to cry and to feel your shit. So that's why I'm okay with being vulnerable. But when it comes to Twitch and the gaming community, it's, like, a little bit different. It's taking a little bit while, but I feel like I'm starting to share more vulnerability on Twitch streams. And my community is, like, okay with that. And they're there for me. It's pretty cool. I I enjoy it. I'm a little bit anxious because once I bring this person into my social media, my social media life, everyone... gonna know the business and I'm just scared for like arguments breakups choosing sides and stuff like that but that's just the worst case scenario thinking that's just my overthinking creating all these scenarios so I gotta look towards the good side instead of just thinking about all these worst case scenarios that could happen everything works out the way it should number four How do you handle dating apps and online dating while being an influencer? Any interesting experiences to share? For me, I'm not a huge influencer with a huge following. I do have a small one. But I am kind of like known in Indian country like locally. So from like the indigenous community, from my experience, I've been on dating apps like Tinder and Facebook dating on Facebook dating I'd get those like random messages saying hey are you from TikTok or someone coming in say what's your TikTok handle or what videos do you do for your content without even actually trying to get to know me I'm like bro like come on this ain't genuine you just want to see my social media and that's it so I recently just got back on a dating app and this like this message I just got today And it was someone sending me a DM on my Facebook Messenger saying, come on, match with me. I'm like, what the heck? Usually, Facebook dating, they don't, like, give really information about your actual profile. And also, I got a DM from that person saying that. I'm like, what the heck? So that's that experience. Like, I don't really have any good experiences with dating apps. But that's all I've experienced on dating sites but when it comes to like social media snapchat i get random ads get random dick pics it's annoying blocked right away instagram same thing but i just have like they're in like the hidden requests so i don't check them as much and some of them aren't like appropriate and those are the other platforms i've dealt with weird stuff with nothing like too interesting and that's pretty much it for that question number five do you have trust issues and how do you deal with them for me I do have trust issues I've come a long way in my healing and I've been working on it from my long-term past relationship I got cheated on and it kind of like messed me up where I went really toxic healing from the toxicness I'm becoming more aware and have been dealing with these trust issues that i obviously have i've been tearing down this damn wall it's so fucking thick but it's a work in progress i'm dealing with them and i'm just like learning about myself learning about like triggers and how i can deal with certain situations especially when it comes to relationships so it's a work in progress and if you deal with trust issues you heal on your own pace And for me, I've been healing, and I feel like once I find the right person, I'll be okay with them. And I'll be safe, and I will be able to trust them. Number six. So I got like two questions similar. Does it bug you that people are being pervy towards you on a regular basis? So this question is coming from my Snapchat. I always share on my Snapchat of all like the inappropriate comments, messages I get and like how people just get mad at me because I don't respond to them. So I post that all on my Snapchat and this is why that question was asked. It does bug me that people send me gross things, perverted things. But I do block them right away. Because I don't have energy for that. And I shouldn't have to deal with that. You know, I'm human too. So if people treat me like that or disrespect me like that, I just do a whole block. That's how I deal with that. And my last question. Has your influencer life ever created any challenges or conflicts in your relationships? How did you overcome them? in year one of my social media I was trying to work it out with an ex when I was toxic I drank with him and I was so toxic to him once I got sober I tried to you know be better me and try fix this relationship but all the toxicity just it just couldn't go away he was too traumatized pretty much from it so we couldn't work on it But during that time, like, of trying to work on it, he didn't like the fact that my face was in the camera a lot, and how much stuff I shared, and how much time away I had to be away from him. So those were some challenges I had to face. Also, he didn't have an influencer life. He was... He was like an outdoorsy, no social media, barely on his phone kind of person. So like we were the opposite, but somehow we were attracted to each other. And that was like one situation of challenges I had to face. Another one was, so this guy I used to see back in like October, November of last year he was a toxic person you know I gamed out with him I thought we connected well he came out to see me and all this shit but once I kept growing or kept like engaging with my stream he would just give like negative comments negative remarks about it and he never like congratulated me on my growth or any of these opportunities that I had I don't know I had no support whatsoever, and just it just felt so weird trying to share c- certain information that should be celebrated. But he didn't do that. It was just like straight toxic, and like he tried to bring me down and shit like that. Especially on stream, I'm like, what the heck? Like this is not healthy at all. And you're older than me, sir. Like act right. That's the only things I've dealt with so far. I'm sure the more I grow, that all happened. You know, I hope to find a loyal, supportive partner who has a similar lifestyle as me and just, you know, wants to keep growing and healing. So one day I'm going to get that. But right now I'm taking L's, aka lessons. And that's all I have for this week's episode. Alright, so I have the word jar with me. It is long vowels. So I have three themes right now. I have short vowels, long vowels, and the five W's. So let's get to it. Let me shake up the jar. Open. All right. This week's Cree word of the week is long E sound. Deep we, deep we, yell or shout. Deep we. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that is Cree Word of the Week. Thank you all for listening this far. Hope you all have a good one. I will catch you all on next week's episode. Thank you to those that listen. I appreciate you all. If you want to stay updated, please give a follow at Rising Thriving and Vibing Podcasts on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Stay deadly and I'll catch you all on the next episode.